wrong? Oh, it's this fucking YouTube comment. Another bad little mermaid comment? No, no, no. This one's different. This is from a guy named uh Josh. Josh? What yeah, he said uh what the hell? You guys didn't invite me to Transformers Rise of Beasts episode? Invite him? Yeah. That's not how podcasts work. No. But just watch it. Yeah, exactly. Uh what should I comment? Eh, yeah, just delete it. Oh, for sure. Welcome back to the Real Talk Podcast, episode 91. And on this episode, we're going to be reviewing Transformers Rise of the Beast. Rise of the Beast. I know this was another big anticipated one for you. Yep. For Josh. Shout yep. out to Josh. Shout out to Josh. Josh couldn't make it um, because uh, Nathan killed him. Yeah, because I, I murdered him back yeah. in the... If you know Real Talk Podcast lore. Exactly. Better luck next time. <laughs> <coughs> Anyways. <Sad. laughs> uh, we all kind of... We saw the trailer too, right? We reacted to it. Yeah, we reacted the to was the good. trailer. The trailer is solid. And I yeah. gotta say, it kind of bamboozled me a little bit. Oh, yeah, same. I was bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray. Oh, <laughs> That's I, yeah. <laughs> you never seen that meme? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, um, the trailer made it look like this was really Rise of the Beast. Like the beasts yeah. were out here fucking shit up. Robot gorilla. And it kind of wasn't. It, no. It kind of wasn't Rise of the Beast. It was kind of like, yeah, it's Transformers and the beasts are here. The beasts are here an hour and 30 minutes into the film. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I got out of it too. Um but but yeah, Transformers has gone through a lot of shit. I am currently wearing a Transformers The Last Night t-shirt, which I got for free when I watched Transformers The Last Night in theaters. That's amazing. Um, thank God I got a free shirt because the film is, it is the worst Transformers <laughs> film I've ever fucking seen. You got something out of it. It was so bad. Even for Michael Bay standards, guys. I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> but Transformers, this ain't Shakespeare. It's very, very obvious with its names, with its concept. It's like Optimus Prime. Yeah. He's the hero. It's like you might as well just call him Hero Dude by that point. You know, it's like. <laughs> I know. It's kind of what I expect. I expect yeah. a super basic. I expect the plot of a fucking Saturday cartoon, mm -hmm. Saturday morning cartoon. You know what I mean? Which at times it feels like it. Beast War. Or I'm just going to say Beast Wars. It's Rise of the Beast. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, it feels like Transformers G1 and Beast Wars crossover, but it's mid. But it's mid. It's just very mid. Yeah, I don't have super strong feelings about this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's very mid. Um, visually, it looks cool. Yeah. It looks cool, but it needed more beast fighting, I think. Yeah. More beasts, less Brooklyn, New York pride. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit about the classic, like, kid from New York who's like... Uh, can, we, can we take out the human characters in Transformers films? I understand that, like, they were in the G1, but they were, like, super downplayed. Yeah. Like, this is, like, you know what they should have done in terms of editing? Cut out all that shit with the mom and the and the kid from that guy. Cut straight to, I'm going to steal a car because yeah. my friend wanted me to. Yes. And I, I got to make money. That's start, it. Start with the heist, yeah. Literally. Because the heist part, the editing, his friend's dialogue, it's all 
way more energetic than whatever the fuck they were doing before that. Same with the girl. Don't talk. I was like, oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm late. Just have her do the research already. Yeah. Literally cut like 20 minutes off of this film, and you got a pretty solid like 100-minute, 95-minute Transformers film, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, a little bit too much relying on the humans. And like even when the, the action set pieces are happening, the Transformers are literally just distractions in every fight. Yeah. The plan is always like, okay, the Transformers are going to fight them and distract them while you go into the back or you sneak into this museum. And and this it's is, like... This is the issue with um, the concept because at least Michael Bay... I know this is going to sound weird, but Michael Bay's usage of like the military and stuff like that kind of gave him the excuse to be like explosions and, all right, the military is working f- with the Transformers, with the Autobots. Yeah. So it's okay. We don't need distractions. We're all in this together. It's an all-out fucking war, doomsday clock or whatever. Yeah. But again, they've done that like five times already. So like, how, what do you do different? Yeah. <laughs> this is what different. do you do? It just felt like <laughs> such a story. I've. It felt like a movie I've seen already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It just kind of, and and let's get into the villains of this movie. Okay. So we got Unicron for a very brief. What maybe? Which I expected. What's the screen time? Like maybe five minutes. Five minutes total. Five minutes, yeah. And it's a great five minutes. Unicron awesome. is cool. Yeah. The problem is his little henchman. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Scourge. 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 You're gonna say Scrooge. Scrooge, Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck. He <sighs> he's disappointing. It's like, you know, you got like a Palpatine in Unicron, yeah. but you don't have a Darth Vader in Scourge. No. You know what I mean? It's like he's not exciting. Yeah, and they kind of just even when they explain who he is, they they, they kind of just like yeah, he's just like a henchman, literally. He's so just it's like, like you uh, don't care about him. Like Darth Vader has this deep story about like be, you know being manipulated and shit like that. So he has like a little bit of yeah. a background, and you can kind of you know um, understand his mm-hmm. perspective and stuff like that. This guy is just like you don't even have to copy the villain. you don't even have to copy the Star Wars format. I remember the original Transformers movie from the eighties. Unicron was in that too. Megatron is all beaten up and bruised and shit. And Unicron's like, I want you to kill. Because I think at the time, I think Optimus dies in the film. So mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, but he has a replacement now. And he's like, I want you to kill him. And he's like, how can I do that? He's like, I will change your body. And he changes it and he turns into Galvatron. Damn. So he's like even a fucking intense Megatron. And Unicron's like, all right, now you kill him. I updated all your guys' as Yeah, weapons. even a scene like that where yeah. he's if we saw Unicron giving them the tools to, yes. to beat them, then you would care a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, yeah, he's just my henchman. Also, I really wanted to see, because in the animated film, they had Unicron transform. Damn. They had him transform, and he looks like the fucking devil. Damn. I wanted to see that so badly in this film, but instead... He's just an eating planet. Yeah, and he looks cool as hell. He does. All the CGI looks really good in this movie. I feel like the pacing is the issue, though. Because the CGI and the pacing don't match as well. Mm-hmm. When you watch the Michael Bay films, I'm not saying they're good, because they're not. But they're not. what they have is great live action and CGI merging. Especially in, like, the... I, I always think of Dark of the Moon. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of fucking cars they're flipping. That's all real. So much. But they reference it with the robots throwing it and shit. And even the first Transformers does that too. And I'm just like, holy, holy shit, that's intense. Yeah. This doesn't have that because everything is just like fast. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's all over the place. Um, some of the action works, but a lot some of the action works. The fights are pretty cool, especially mm-hmm. when the beasts are in the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of in that climax fight in Peru. Yeah, uh, I think that fight works really well. So cool to see the beasts, but um, it's, it's a fresh environment. It's just it's gone too soon. It's too yeah. quick. It is a fresh environment, though. I'm glad that they like fought in like somewhere like Peru because I feel like that all cool. the Transformers films are like big city. Chicago. Yeah, always big city. Shit. I think Age of Extinction was uh, d- d- Japan because we, we need money. Right. <laughs> and then like the last night was just CGI set piece. I don't know where the fuck they shot there actually, but because um, that film is really bad. I kind of forgot most of it, but yeah. I'd say the best Transformers film live action is Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one? I didn't see Bumblebee. I'd say that's a But that's like the that's like the general consensus. People really like Bumblebee, right? It's it's very much like simple. Just have Bumblebee and it's like ET. Yeah. But with Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh the intro of the film is just at Cybertron, Optimus, Bumblebee, all the Autobots, Decepticons fighting, and it's literally just the animated film, but live action. I thought Bumblebee was going to take like a little bit of a bigger role in this film to kind of capitalize off the last yes. movie. And he's, he doesn't. Bumblebee's kind of sidelined in this film. He's like, he shut down. Well, yeah, and guess then he, we should move on. And then they just cut to him like laying down every once in a while. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Throwaway dialogue from <laughs> Rodimus Prime. Was it Rodimus Prime? Or, I don't know. So the the gorilla robot is like, by the way, these rocks, when they turn blue, they give energy. And then Optimus is like, could it save Bumblebee? Is like, well, if, if it's really strong. It's like, oh, shit, I wonder if it's going to be really strong in this film. Wow, fucking it is. <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be really strong. <laughs> what a really fucking funny. surprise. Um, yeah, what a shocker that that's Because <laughs> I'm again. like, there's no way they're going to kill Bumblebee. Nobody really. Bumblebee, and uh, uh, the one thing that is for certain in these Transformers films is if you see Optimus or Bumblebee die, they don't actually die. They mm. they sleep. Ain't nobody dying. Yeah. Well, especially those characters. Because yeah. even in the G1, like, <laughs> Optimus has been, like, torn apart, broken into pieces and shit. And then, like, in the next episode, like, I'm back. Can How the ta- fuck are you back? Can we talk about Optimus in this movie? Yeah. O- Optimus Prime is fucking lame in this movie. He's whole movie, super downplayed. He's just bitching and moaning. The whole movie, it's my fault. My fault. We're not going home. Cybertron. We can't fucking trust these humans. And it's like, bro, like, when are you going to just... I wanted more badass Optimus Prime in this movie. For someone named Optimus Prime, he sure is pessimistic. Bro, <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? He's pessimistic as fuck. He's like, I and don't just, care about you. And it just <laughs> made me want to see Optimus Primal more. The, the He was way more heroic. Yeah, because... I. It's a real shame that we don't get him more. He should have been the heroic guy to like help Optimus out of it, but yeah. we don't really get it enough. I guess the arc they were trying to go for, uh, because I thought this was a reboot series. Apparently, it's a prequel to the Bay films. Whoa, I didn't know that. I didn't know either, and it doesn't make any fucking sense anyways, because in the last Night movie, from what I remembered, uh, Bumblebee came to Earth... Like, during World War II, he came... There was robots during the medieval age, hence why it's called The Last Knight. Right. With a K-N, not an I-N-I, uh-huh. whatever. I'm like, the fuck is the... What is this retcon shit that I'm treating making? it separate. Like, to me, this yeah. is a separate timeline. Well, even the designs are different. Yeah, it just feels very different from the base, though. But what I'm assuming is the arc that Optimus is going in is he's so 
um, like, oh, I brought you to this world and now we're stuck here. This sucks. And then yeah. I guess Optimus, uh, I guess uh, the primal gorilla robots looks like, no, nah, it's actually pretty chill. Pretty chill. Yeah. These dudes in Peru, they're we all like cool. humans. Yeah. yeah I, like- I, I get the, the arc of like Optimus, like aligning with the humans and that's the story. It's like yeah. finding a new ally and not being closed minded is like the theme, right? Which, but, yeah. But it's just, you got Optimus Prime in this movie and he's in this movie a lot. Yeah, he, he is. He talks a ton. He does. And most of the time he's talking, it's not cool. It's not the Optimus Prime that I know. It's just him kind of like, yeah, this is, yeah, it sucks. You know what was the most unexpected <laughs> voice cast that I didn't hate? Pete Davidson. I, yeah. He, he did a good job. Yeah. For standout character, I want to talk, I wanted to talk about Mirage. Yeah. Pete Davidson as Mirage. Mirage is the standout character in this film for me. First of all, you had me at the Porsche 911 before I even saw this. Yeah. This guy <laughs> before I even saw Mirage transform, they had me because I love the car. Porsche 911 with the Fast and Furious stripe across the middle. Yeah. It's a really cool car. I loved it immediately. And Pete Davidson kills it. His yeah. jokes land. He's he's just a really fun, cool character that is really relatable. Yeah. And you can tell that the movie was like, I don't know, maybe because we've done this with Sam Witwicky and Bumblebee. Their relationship's really strong. It's like, yeah, we, we understand that. But it is so refreshing to see a human and Transformer interaction that isn't just Bumblebee. Yeah. Because now it's like, wow, they can actually talk to each other. There's a sense of connection there. Yeah. Um, I would have preferred what was the guy's name? The the human character uh, Noah. I'll be honest, Noah is a very like uh, uh, basic cookie cutter cookie cutter character. Mirage is what lifts up the relationship very much so. Yeah, and I'm glad that they he doesn't die in the film. He's brought back because Noah's uh, super smart with mechanics, which they briefly <laughs> cover. It's like yeah, I I put a wire here. So I made a trance. I made Mirage come back yeah, to life. They, they got one scene <laughs> where he's <laughs> he's hot wiring a fucking radio, he's bootlegging cable. <laughs> yeah, I can make a transformer. They man. got one scene where he's bootlegging '90s cable on the really small TV, and then somehow he's qualified to make transformers. The best human character was his friend. Yeah, I agree. His friend was awesome. He was just eating Twizzlers and stealing cars. I fuck with that. Man. Yeah, his That's friend a vibe. was cool. Um, but no, like I, I do agree with Optimus though. I feel like Peter Cullen, his voice peaked at the first Transformers. Uh huh. Cause if you, even if you see the original show, it's like, yeah, it's very like a young Optimus, but dude, when he's like, like grout, like my name is Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah. And he's just like saying that and you hear his recordings in the sound booth at that time. And I'm just like, oh, he just sounds like that. It, it's chills. There is more to them than meets the eye. I'm like, Damn, fucking Lincoln Park plays. When like, you're doing line deliveries like that, it doesn't even matter that much what the fuck you're saying. Literally. It doesn't matter that much what you're saying. Peter Cullen was has been carrying this fucking franchise for so long. I know. Um But that's the thing, it's like such a cool it, it, he still sounds good in this movie. He doesn't sound bad. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, but it's, I know what you mean about it peaking. Like, he's, it's kind of past its its prime. It's not like James Earl Jones in, like, um, Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. where they AI his voice. Please don't AI Peter Cullen. Oh, don't do it. Don't do don't it. Don't do it. Let him, let him just... At, at a certain point, people get old, retire the voice. It's fine. It's fine. Just, please. It's fine. Don't um, go the AI, AI route. But uh, what, what else were, were you uh, thinking about this film? 
Um, let's talk about the best scene in the film. Best scene in the film. What do you got for this one? Um, I think the fight in Peru with the Beast has to be my favorite scene. Uh, again, I can't stress enough how much this movie needed more beasts. Yeah. <laughs> we got bamboozled with the fucking trailer. Uh, a true Beast movie. Hopefully, it's still to come. I don't know. <laughs> if this film makes money. I think this film did make some money. It ain't making Michael Bay money. That's it's not sure. making Michael Bay money. <laughs> yeah. I was I watched it last night. I was in a pretty empty theater. Yeah, there was like five people in there. Uh, I, I know it came out a, a little while ago, but it's not yeah. it's not Michael Bay hype. No, but it's not a horrible entry to the Transformers franchise. No, so yeah. I feel like it'll continue. I'd I'd watch this over like Age of Extinction. Sure. The last night, sure. Hell, even Revenge of the Fallen. Like I, I, the majority of the Bay films. Like I'd say my favorite of the Bay films is Dark of the Moon, only because it's like the third installment and it feels like the most ending conclusion. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's the third one. This is the last one with um, fucking Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. This is the last one with like the original designs of Megatron and Optimus that I grew up at, with. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I, I fuck with this movie more. I also like Sentinel in that film. Mm-hmm. He's like the one that betrays the Autobots. I'm like, okay, there's... It's not, it's not deep drama, but it's drama. So I'll take what I can get. Um, so where does this rank in your Transformers filmography? Bumblebee, Dark of the Moon, Beast, Rise of the Beast. I, I'd say, th- I'd say, I, I, I'd watch this over the first Transformers. I'm not a really? huge fan of it. I like Anthony Anderson; he's funny. Damn, <laughs> I ate the whole plate. I'm gonna, have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to disagree. I'm gonna, yeah, I have to put the first Transformers over this one. That's fair, but uh, I, I didn't see all the Bay ones. To be fair, like yeah. I, I think I watched the first. They two, get low, and then I watched the. One that I really didn't like, and then I, I stopped. I think there was two more after. I think it was mm, maybe it was the fourth one I really didn't like. That's the one. And then the one. fifth one, I was like, no, no way, I'm watching it. Yeah. So yeah, my my memory's a little hazy because those movies are pretty old now. <laughs> they're old and they're long. And they're long as fuck. And Age there's of Extinction. too many of them, and they all kind of mash up my head. Age of Extinction is like running in at two hours and fifty minutes. Wow. And it's like the Dinobots are in it for ten minutes. You think I'm gonna spend fucking three hours? <laughs> yeah, that's. The, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, like, I, I I try to like be like a little bit different with the Transformers films because yeah, like they're not high art, yeah, but sure. what I want to see is like what I want to see in like Godzilla and King Kong I fights. Completely like, agree. I just want. The fucking fights. I come into this movie wanting that, wanting like a Godzilla climax. Just good fights. Um, don't do too much with the human stuff. Yeah. Just give us good fights. The fans will be happy. I promise. They will. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what oh. the Transformers fans want. You know what my favorite scene in this film was? Because Optimus is so cool doing it. He rips Scourge's head off. Oh, yeah. He gives him that like Mortal Kombat finisher. Where he just rips his head off and like, oh, like I guess like a mechanical yeah. spine comes with it. You know what's even crazy <laughs> about that? That's not even the first time he's done that in the live action films. He rips Megatron's fucking head off his body and it bleeds red blood in Dark of the Moon. In the second one, I think he's fighting with the robot known as the Fallen. He takes his face off, rips his heart out and crushes it in front of him. 
That shit is dude. Cool. Optimus, uh, he, dude, the motherfucker's brutal, man. He he will shoot you down. That shit is cool. And rip that's, your limbs that's off. That's definitely the highlight of Optimus' performance in this movie yeah. because as lame as he does talk in the movie, he keeps his word. He's like, "I'll take off his head." Yeah, the motherfucker does. Sick. That was a really cool scene. <laughs> I'll give him. When that. He's got him against the wall, and it's like. Yeah, man. That's a, that's With a really, the lava. Yeah. He's it, fucking dragging his face on the and lava. And visually, it looks so cool. It looks really cool. I, I love when Optimus is fucking action, aggressive, insane. So, if they are making a sequel now, where does Transformers go from here? What do you want to see more of? And what do you want to see did, less Did you of? see the post credit scene like I did? Yeah. With the G.I. Joe shit? Yeah. Can we talk about G.I. Joe? Oh, G.I. Joe. And how this yeah. IP has been trying to come back every day three years Mm -hmm. it's like dark universe at this point where it's like remember the mummy well let's bring back the monsters and people are like nope it's like remember gi joe channing tatum i don't remember that okay what if we bring in the rock nope what if snake eyes nope i watched i watched the channing tatum one i was like don't give a fuck about this sorry (laughs) it was like a michael bay copycat Mm -hmm. doesn't it feel like it's like wow the movie did nothing for me. And then I saw Retaliation, G.I. Joe Retaliation. I didn't see that. That had Bruce Willis in it. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, he's like, I'm in this movie now. Is he like I, a main character? Kind of like a side? He's in, it, he's in it like at the very end. He's like, I got a gun. Uh-oh. I guess I'll shoot someone. <laughs> wow. I'm like, what the fuck? John McClane, what are you doing here? And then Snake Eyes is like their... The, I, I thought it was their last attempt. Where it's like, okay, people, people like Snake Eyes. Maybe we can make a movie out of that. And then it just bombed. And now it's like they're trying to merge the Transformers uh, G.I. Joe thing to see if people give a fuck about them fighting together. It'll be a way better crossover. Fast and Furious and Transformers. I, I, I kind of Dominic agree. Toretto talks to Optimus Prime. I'm putting together a team. Dominic Toretto. <laughs> Optimus Prime. Yo. And they shake hands. <laughs> and he drives the Optimus Prime truck. And he's like, you took my family. Now the Autobots are on my side. It'll make fucking money. It's a spectacle. Jason Momoa and the Decepticons. Damn. Imagine Megatron and him. That's the part two of Fast X. That's the only way I watch part two of Fast X. Same. (laughs) Make this happen. Hasbro, Universal. We know you guys got money. Yeah. We know you guys got contracts. It can happen. We don't really want the G.I. Joe collab, man. No. We want less humans. We keep talking about less humans, more robots fighting. We don't really want the G.I. Joe involved. And the Fast and Furious films are basically cartoons at this point, so yeah. it wouldn't be that much of a difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it wouldn't be that far-fetched. Dude, I'd be so into that fucking movie. Um, so you don't really want to see the G.I. them push the G.I. Joe in the sequel? Even nah, though that's, that's the direction boring. they're going. That's just yeah. fucking boring. I know why, because Hasbro owns right. G.I. Joe, but yeah. it's like... <laughs> it's like if Hasbro tried to make like board game movies, man. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, d- I don't really want to see that. <laughs> they did Battleship. Oh, my God. They did Battleship. I totally forgot. Was that Mattel or whatever? They made a Battleship from, remember? Battleship? At the game? Yeah, the game. They made a movie out of it starring Liam Neeson. This was like what the long fuck? ago. You don't remember this? Holy shit. Hold this on. is amazing. Hold on. Nathan's got to search up if Battleship was real. It is real. Battleship? The movie. Liam Neeson? Yeah, the movie. Boom. Yeah. 2012? 2012? Yeah. Oh my God! You sunk my battleship. Imagine this is a real movie. It is. It costs 150 million dollars. Oh. Oh, I God. love this. 
Is we, it is it horrible? It's it's fucking terrible. But it's like nobody remembers that movie. 33 percent Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I didn't know this movie exists. Wow, a battleship movie. They tried to do a. Rihanna's sequel. in it. She plays an oh, yeah, officer. Yeah, Rihanna's in it. She plays one of the officers. I think she says some badass line, wow. and Leonidas like, "We are in the battleship." There's aliens about to kill us. Wow. And then the main character's like, Whew, I guess they're going to sink our battleship. That's fucking stupid, man. That's a really bad concept for a movie. Yeah, but it's it's a property. They're going to make a movie out of anything nowadays, like Tetris. Battleship movie. You just blew my mind with that one. What the fuck? I thought people knew about that film still. Holy thought, shit. The whole time I just thought you were talking about the board game for some reason. And I it's was like, based on the board game. <laughs> That's what I mean. No, they, I know, but I wasn't even clicking that there was a movie oh, that yeah, you were yeah, talking yeah. about. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, quick review of that. It's just a Transformers clone. That's all it is. It's just imagine Transformers but aliens and it's set in sea. Wow. That's all it is. Wow. What a fucking... Um, all right. What, we would gotta, you, what would you give this movie? What would I give this movie? <laughs> um... I saw your letterbox review. I saw yours too. <laughs> I was a little bit more generous than you. Because yeah. to, to be fair, I'm not. I should have prefaced this in the beginning. I'm not a huge Transformers fan. I don't know all the lore, so I come in as kind of like a casual viewer, just here to watch a movie about Transformers. I know about Optimus and shit like that, but that's it. Yeah. Like I didn't even really know about Unicron too much. Uh, I know about Rise of Beast and like that early animation. I know about the show, but yeah. I've never seen it. Right. So, I just wanted some badass fights and and some cool CGI, and I kind of got it. I wish I got more, less humans for sure, and there's definitely some, definitely a flawed movie, mm-hmm. but it's not horrible. It's just extremely mid. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Okay, that's that's generous. I guess for like Transformers fans, Transformers fans that are like really into this shit. This is probably the closest you'll get to like a niche blockbuster interpretation of it. Cool. Yeah. Because they they do mention characters that like I didn't think would ever come into film because it's like we've only been seeing Megatron. Yeah. So seeing Scourge, Scourge is actually like a, a character like a lot of Transformers fans know, and Unicron is rarely in these films, so it's kind of refreshing. It's like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, oh my gosh, it's always fucking Shredder. You yeah. Know? yeah. Or Batman with Joker. So if you're really into Transformers, there's a lot of niche things that you can enjoy in this film. But if you're just the regular moviegoer, I don't I don't think you're going to get a whole lot out of this film. Yeah, I need the real Transformers to tell me, did they do wrong by Scourge? Because he was fucking boring in this. Is he just boring villain? Or did they just not give the backstory that they should have for him? Yeah. Because I don't really know. I just, I, just, I just didn't really care about him the whole movie. And he just felt like a guy taking orders. Yeah. Film was mid. I give it 4 out of 10. That's my that's my trend. That's most of the Transformers ratings for me, man. Is four out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> I think my six out of ten is a little bit generous. It's fresh on my mind, but yeah. I walked out of the theater not hating it. So yeah, that's fair. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten, and um, and we'll leave it there. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna check this one out, check this one out in theaters. Watching this at home, I think, would be tough. You need the 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 Transformers audio around you, the fights. Like you need to see it in theaters. Yeah. I feel like if I if I had watched this at home for the first time, my rating would be lower. Same. Just that theater experience of watching a Transformers movie always adds a couple of points for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's mid. 
Sorry, Very guys. Mid. Sorry, Transformers fans. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. It's mid. Better luck next time. Watch nice Bumblebee. Son. Bumblebee's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching this episode of the Real Talk Podcast. Don't forget to leave a like, comment, and subscribe to your boys. We'll catch you in the next one. Autobots, roll out. Roll out.